Well, hey there, friend. So many of you know, last month in January, I came up on the one-year anniversary of ditching the mommy wine, which for me was a huge accomplishment, perhaps one of my biggest. For some of you, maybe the idea of going a year without alcohol is no big deal. And others listening to this could not possibly imagine going a full year without a glass of wine, especially on those exhausting mom days or anniversaries or other special occasions. And there are a lot of you who have personally reached out to me about your struggles with alcohol specifically. Maybe you've tried to take a break or quit before, and for whatever reason, be it social pressures or cravings or reliance on it to help you unwind and relax, you just couldn't seem to find a way that worked for you. In this episode, I'd love to share with you some of the highs and lows of my journey going alcohol-free and share with you some of the things that worked for me and helped me successfully not drink a single drop of alcohol for an entire year. And keep in mind that what I share with you can be applied to any goal that you are going after in your life, especially goals that require a change in your habits. Also, I want you to be thinking in terms of what would be the most life-changing thing you could do for yourself. Maybe it is taking a year-long break from alcohol. Maybe it's taking a year-long break from fast food and soda. Maybe it's devoting your mornings to a new routine that you practice religiously. Wherever you're at on the alcohol spectrum specifically, I want to thank you for allowing me to open up and share my story, and I want to remind you that anything in your life that is difficult to change but is holding you back, you are not a slave to. You can make any positive change that you want to in your life, even as a busy, preoccupied mama. So today, let's talk about ways to do that, and I want to talk about why. I believe in you to do this more than anyone else in this whole world. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to join me in my Planner Makeover course that is now available, where I'll teach you how to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally make guilt-free time for things like self-care and all the fun stuff you want to do, all with a strategic use of a planner. In this course, I'll teach you how to get the most out of your planner and how to simply be more intentional with your time. It's all about making your life easier and making your time more meaningful. If you need this, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com. That's the mama M-A-M-A, miracle.com to get this online course today. Now, go enjoy the episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. 
quick shout out to those of you who have been sending me direct messages on Instagram and via email. Edie said, I love your podcast. It was exactly what I needed, just what I was looking for. Megan said, so I just came across your podcast today and I needed it. Courtney said, I have been trying to lose weight since, well, it seems like forever. I always get in this determined mode and start killing it. Then one thing leads to another and the determined mode dies and I find myself back at square one. About two weeks ago, I was into that determined mode to kill my goal. And then this past weekend, life just got busy and my healthy habits that I was just starting started to dwindle. And before you know it, I'm telling myself that I will never reach my goal until you told me not to give up. The loss of determination that I was struggling so hard to find again was found. So thank you for being, unbeknownst to you, my motivation to get going another week. Much appreciation, Courtney. Those are just some of the few messages that I've received from my listeners. And I just want to thank you guys for giving back to me in the way of these messages and emails. And when you share screenshots of the podcast on social media, and when you leave reviews on iTunes, it totally makes my day. And it makes all of the hard work to do this show totally worthwhile to know that I'm reaching you and that I'm not alone in my mom's struggles and on my own journey of personal development. I just love you guys. So thank you. Today, I want to fill you in on my one year going alcohol-free. And where I'm at now, that we are well into 2020, and I want to share with you the things that worked for me for not just successfully giving up alcohol, but that have also helped me in other areas of my life as well. So January 7th, 2019, last year, I made the decision that I was going to change my life, to up-level every area of my life, and to start showing up fully as my best self in every way that I could. And I knew that the key to these changes that I wanted to make was going to be for me to address the biggest thing holding me back, the hardest thing for me to change. And that was my nightly wine habit. And for some, the concept of giving up alcohol is something they must do, right? Because for them, alcohol is a clear and devastating problem. And so it's not a question of whether they should quit, but of how to stay successfully sober. It's a matter of life and death in those cases. And then others don't even think about taking a break or giving up alcohol because they just don't drink often enough for it to be a noticeable thing in their life. For me, my relationship with alcohol, you know, wine with dinner, beer with pizza, margaritas with tacos, and mimosas on the weekend was something that I managed quite well. In other words, I was still able to take care of my responsibilities, and I think that a lot of people can probably relate to this. I drank responsibly, maybe not healthily, but responsibly, And, you know, I wouldn't drink and drive. I never got too drunk to take care of my kids, that kind of thing. And honestly, I probably could have gone on for a long time the way that it was. But 
it did become a daily habit. And it became something that I began to think about every day. And I planned my life around it. I planned grocery store trips around stocking up on wine. I strategized drinking at parties. And if I knew that there wasn't going to be alcohol at a party, I'd usually plan to drink before or after just to get socially comfortable, right? And it became something that I relied on a little too often to deal with the stresses of life and motherhood and to balance me out when I felt moody. I'd go as far as to say that I even convinced myself that I was a better mom after a glass of wine, a better wife, a better friend. I know that I felt better around myself after having a glass of wine, and so I convinced myself that others preferred to be around me after I had a glass of wine as well. And that was one way that I justified this habit that was turning into a daily thing. And what I've come to realize over the past year is that you don't have to vilify the thing that you struggle with, in my case, alcohol, in order to change your relationship with it or to change your habits around it. In other words, alcohol in itself is not good or bad, right? It's neutral. And it's our individual relationship with it that determines whether it's good or bad for us at any given point in our life. I've also come to learn that alcohol addiction shows up on a spectrum and it can occur gradually over time. And this is probably true for many of the addictions that people find themselves um, on throughout their life, you know, whether it's food or spending money or that sort of thing. Now, no one can argue that alcohol isn't an addictive substance. In anyone who regularly drinks, their body gets used to having that hit of dopamine in the brain. And over time, you begin to require more and more of it in order to get that same hit of dopamine. And that, again, that's true for anything that can become an addiction in our life. Going back to the spectrum... You know, I if I'm being honest, I do think that I have the alcoholic gene, given that it does run in my family and given that I am very drawn to it, and I found it very difficult to quit drinking entirely. For the average person, a single glass of wine might feel good, but it's all they need and they can tolerate it once in a while or maybe honestly they can't stand the way it makes them feel. My husband, for example, does not like alcohol. And he is just fine never having another drink in his life ever, ever again. It just doesn't have the same effect on him as it does on me for whatever reason. See, for me, alcohol feels so good. And it makes me fall in love with it. It makes me want more of it every day. And I found myself in this kind of gray area of addiction where I was relying on it quite frequently and it definitely became a daily habit, but it wasn't causing enough problems in my life to force me to make a change. It was like there was no bottom. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a problem enough to put in the effort to change the habit. I began to tolerate my life the way that it had become. It was tolerable enough to not 
change. And so it continued for years, and I got by quite well with my little daily routine. And ultimately, that's what led me to helping other moms who were stuck in this kind of gray area of addiction as well. Maybe they knew they drank too much and they wanted a change and it was hard, but they didn't necessarily identify with the AA crowd or those who suffer from from full-blown addictions that take over their life. I know I needed a strategy to help me reach my goal, and ultimately that's what so many moms reaching out to me were looking for too. And when I stopped and I asked myself what I could do to truly change every area of my life for the better and what it would take for me to drastically grow as a person, I had to be honest and admit that this daily habit was holding me back. Even though I was drinking quote-unquote responsibly, And even though I wasn't necessarily making bad decisions when I drank, and even though I was able to show up and care for my family and my responsibilities, I had to admit that I wasn't the healthiest person I could be. I wasn't getting the best sleep that I could have been getting because we know that alcohol does affect your sleep cycles. And while I wouldn't say I was frequently hungover, I did wake up with headaches quite often, and I know my energy was ultimately affected. I also know that I was increasing my risk for future issues, such as cancer and other things, which the studies support with alcohol. And ultimately, I knew that if I wanted to raise my kids to be strong people in this world, and I wanted to help other moms make positive change in their lives and really make a difference in this world, then I would have to be willing to make change in my own life, even if it was hard. I'd have to be willing to do what was hard. So I made the decision that I'd go for it, and I'd commit to one year, just one year, not never again, because at that point, never again seemed way too overwhelming to commit to. But I knew that if I could do one year, and if I did it, I knew that it would be a very positive year for me and my family. And initially, girl, it was tough. And I relied a lot on my therapist and self-care to help me transition into this new world that I wasn't becoming numb to every night anymore. I had to learn to be with my feelings and process stress differently. And I think with any addiction or habit, this is the case, you have to be willing to be open and honest about everything. You have to get in the habit of noticing your feelings, noticing how you react in certain situations. I mean, this is true for anything we're trying to change in our life, right? And it certainly was not a perfect process. I didn't drink at all during that whole year, which I'm proud of, but I did have emotional meltdowns. I did lose my temper on my family, whereas maybe before I would have relied on alcohol to help calm my nerves down. But I was patient, and I had to have the self-love and compassion for the process and learn to talk about what was happening and learn to apologize where I wished I would have handled myself differently, especially with my family, and then keep going. The other thing that really worked for me was putting a lot of emphasis on establishing new habits and routines. 
I had to create a new plan to set myself up for success. I had to literally plan to be out of the kitchen around dinner time for the first couple of weeks, which was when I would usually open a bottle of wine. I had to plan out every hour of my day in advance, making those micro and macro decisions in advance so that I could save up all my decision-making willpower for what really mattered when I really needed it at the end of the day when I would start craving wine. I was very strategic and intentional with planning ahead and setting myself up for success. And again, I found that this can help you with anything you're trying to change or accomplish in your life. You've got to think of it as totally doable, but you've got to plan for it like it's the hardest thing to do. Because if you don't, everything else in your life will work, mark my words, to push this goal or intention of yours to the side. And while we're at it, Don't rely on others to make it easier for you to make the change you need to make because they've all got their own agendas too and it's not their job to keep track of the things you're trying to focus on, the things that are important to you. Of course, the right people in your life will support you, but at the end of the day, you've got to be the one to ensure that this goal or intention is made a priority. That means you commit to it. You think about it when you wake up in the morning. Every day, you connect with your why and what you want your life to look like. And you put in the necessary effort and planning and steps to make this goal a reality. The good news is, as humans, we are some of the most adaptable creatures on this planet, especially as moms. Physiologically, mentally, emotionally, we do experience an initial shock when we change anything that we've become used to. Physiologically, I took away the thing that gave my body that hit of dopamine every day. And so, yes, I felt awful at first. And then as time goes on and your chemistry balances out and you no longer need a glass of wine to get those same feel-good hormones like you used to, it gets easier. I dove hard into personal development. I hired my own coach and I took the opportunity to really learn about myself and work on becoming a better person inside and out. I started to set some higher goals for myself and for my life that I would have never previously considered. I started to get excited about this new life that I was building and this future that was becoming more and more of a reality for me and for my family. I got certified as a life coach, and I dove hard into building my business, and at the same time, improving this podcast. And a lot of you have been with me on this journey, listening to the podcast since then. I created a dream so exciting, so powerful, that my desire to see it actualize became more powerful than my desire to drink. See, that's what happens when you do the hard thing. In your life, when you go all in on the thing that scares you the most, when you commit to changing the hardest thing in your life, but the thing that will bring you the greatest rewards, then what happens is you start to wonder, gosh, what else can I accomplish? Where can I go from here? And you start to realize your limitless potential. And it all starts with that initial 
thought, that initial question of what if. And that's what I want you to take away today, that you have the power to create any positive change you want to in your life. The only thing holding you back is your self-limiting thoughts that have created these limiting beliefs that hold you back. Change your thoughts and you change your life, right? And as a mom, you've already proven that you can do hard things. You've been through it. You've made it through some of the most challenging and difficult days, both physically, mentally, emotionally. And you press on when it's hard because you have an inextinguishable commitment to your children to be the best mom you can be and to love them and take care of them at any cost. That's how I know that you have it in you to change your life and to do the thing that's hard. Yes, losing weight is hard. Yes, quitting alcohol or drugs for that matter is hard. Yes, changing your systems at home can be hard or changing your approach to parenting. Yes, building a successful business is hard and some days you will want to give up. But you've got to keep going and you've got to pick yourself back up when you let yourself down. And you've got to create the time and the space to plan ahead so that you can set yourself up for success. You can't leave your success up to chance. You can't rely on willpower because willpower sucks, my friend. It's a finite resource that naturally waxes and wanes throughout the day. You have to establish some non-negotiables and some morning and evening routines to keep you on track. And you have to, have to connect with your why and the bigger dream every single day. That's going to lift you out of those hard moments where you feel like giving up. You've got to constantly battle those thoughts of doubt that tell you that you can't do it, or that you're not worth it, or that it's not worth it. Because girl, it is worth it. Your dreams and goals and having the life you want for you and your family is absolutely worth the hard work that all of this is. And if you need a coach to help you take that next step on the thing that you know you need to do and formulate a game plan for improving every area of your life, I would love to talk to you. I have an opening coming up for my next coaching client, and I'd love to get on the phone with you and help you strategize and help keep you accountable. If you're interested in this, send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me as at Sarah Munder, or send me an email to sarah at sarahmunder.com. Remember that there's nothing holding you back from changing your life. Whether it's taking a year-long break from alcohol like I did, or losing weight, or building a business, or paying off debt, or just getting better at taking care of the important business in your life, you can do it. There is a way. And one day, my dear friend, you're going to hit a milestone that you set for yourself, and you're going to say, I did it. It was hard, but I did it. Now what's in store for me? And I will be there to cheer you on and celebrate with you with a fancy sparkling water, of course. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama.
Wait, don't go yet! If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag Motivation for Moms podcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey and send me a direct message and let me know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. And if you're ready to learn how to more strategically use a planner to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks, and finally make time for the important stuff like self-care time and quality time with your family, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com to get my online course, The Planner Makeover Course for only $29 today. I can't wait to share with you the skills and strategies that have changed my life and changed the lives of my fellow mamas who have also taken the course. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.